0: ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio.
1: Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Well, it's a little late after midnight on a Monday. I'm already getting texts from people on the East Coast like ships passing in the night, but we've got a lot to cover here. Now, although today didn't have a lot of data, there's a lot coming out this week. And uh, I want to recap the jobs report uh, from uh, last Friday. So, the July jobs report that came out was a stunner. It was a massive, um, uh, I guess, number that was. More than expected, going from basically 250,000 like something like 540,000 or 548,000 jobs. Now, I saw a very interesting breakdown of that on MBS Highway today, where they looked inside those numbers and they saw that um, part-time jobs, which could be double counted if there are multiple uh, part-time jobs, there were something like 300,000 part-time jobs in there. I thought that was a pretty good breakdown uh, from Dan and Barry uh, regarding that. So... Um, could be a little uh, crack in the data that may be not as good, but um, having said that, the jobs are, uh, are, they're still jobs and they're still income. So the report came out and that's the headline number and uh, we're down to 3.5%, I believe, and uh, gosh, 3.5% It's like a 52-year low since 1969 or something like that uh, with those 528,000 jobs created. Um, So, uh, the labor force shrank, which, of course, there are people that retire and leave the labor force and maybe decide not to work, whatever the case may be. And wage growth accelerated. Now, that's an important thing because the Fed is supposed to raise rates um, to tamp down inflation. And if the economy is still seen as strong with uh, the lowest uh, unemployment rate in 62 years and job creation, the labor market being tight, then that gives them the green light to uh, do more rate hikes. Now the next meeting isn't until September, like I believe the second week after Labor Day. So, uh, 75 basis point rate hike is on the table. Having said that, we've got the consumer price index that comes out on Wednesday, and the producer price index that comes out on Thursday, and that's um, you know goods, uh, uh, you know goods and services and inputs consumers pay for and then the producer inputs to make those goods um, you know is there more inflation if those numbers come out hot there's talk on Wall Street of an of an intermediate meeting so basically we had one in July the next uh, Fed meetings in September that they might come out in August and say you know what this thing's hot we got to do another raise right here in between that would absolutely just you know look I'm not your financial advisor I'm not responsible for your losses, only your profits. But that would absolutely tank the stock market because that would be um, a rough landing, if you will, which some people think the jobs report already is going to create a rough landing. We shall see. Um, our good friend, Logan Motoshami, lead housing analyst at HousingWire, he raised his sixth uh, re- uh, red flag for upcoming recession. He believes we are not in a recession right now, that the two negative GDP quarters, are due to inventory and supply chain issues and not necessarily an overall um, lagging economy, which, um, you know, his data points and his regression analysis, uh, progression analysis is actually uh, probably on point. I mean, you still have strong consumer spending. Remember, I said on my video last week that if you zoom out 12 months, even though we've had two negative GDP quarters, we still have positive growth over a 12-month span. So we still have consumer spending. um, We still have... um, S- investment, um, capital expenditures and, um, you know, in, you know, industrial seem to be good, especially in the services sector, um, although some of them are coming down. And uh, but again, there's little cracks in those uh, data points. So, um, you know, let, let's let's talk about um, goods. So we've seen a shift away from consumers uh, paying for goods and shifting more towards services. Now we had a huge pull through on goods during the pandemic for 2 years because people were stuck at home. They couldn't go out. So, they bought all their iPhones, they bought their video games. Nvidia chipmaker came out and said, "Hey, we're seeing the gaming sector down for our, our um semiconductors. We're seeing cell phone, smartphone sales down because people pulled forward those goods." And now they're out there spending money. They've released themselves into the wild with uh COVID relatively tamed. Although I looked at the Johns Hopkins uh website and they're still like, you know, 2,500, 3,500 people dying every week. Um, But having said that, people are out and about. uh, They're going unmasked, freely, not having any regards for monkeypox, um, even though uh, our state in California has declared a state of emergency, and I believe there's a national, federal state of emergency. Those are just technical things to release funds and get out of awareness and whatnot. I don't know how big it is. God, I can't believe there's another potential pandemic. I don't want to hear about it. Um, So uh, anyway, the services... Are, um, are the money that's being spent by consumers are are shifting heavily towards services, and that is seen with um, you know some of the uh, uh, the data that's out there. Um, I think I saw a data point um, for uh, national manufacturing down, which is for goods, and then the services sector index was up for the services, and those jobs being created, something like ninety eight thousand, and that five hundred twenty eight thousand were for leisure and hospitality services. Now, the job opening report has come down by about a million from its peak. So there are less jobs being opened, although a lot of them are still um, in the services sector. So um, I um, I will say that um, the last time I experienced a real recession, not the pandemic one, but the one in um, 07, 08, 09. What I noticed is that when jobs started to be lost in those different um, sectors, you actually... Um, some advice I got from someone who had been through a couple crashes, he uh, owned a home builder. He said that every time he held out for a better job and then a better job, the job quality just kept getting worse and worse. And so we aren't having mass uh, job layoffs, um, you know, uh, throughout multiple, multiple industries, but we are starting to see some cracks. Um, obviously, in our own industry, we've seen some of that. Um, you know, July uh, was the lowest amount of agency mortgage-backed securities um, that were uh, you know, bought and sold in the secondary market since June of 2019, pre-pandemic. So now that uh, the jobs have been all brought back to pre-pandemic levels and Logan has raised his sixth uh, recession red flag, meaning it could happen in the future, um, we are seeing um, in our industry, we are seeing obviously um, job losses. Now, let me just explain something and lay uh, this down. Um, Lenders of any size um, obviously had to scale up to handle $4.6 trillion in record volume. The most loans ever. And then this year, we've seen the fastest rate of uh, increased interest rates ever. In the shortest amount of time ever. And then just now, uh, that's ever, 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 if we're all counting at home for extremes. And now we're seeing... In July, which I'm hoping was the worst and the low part of the cycle, only 129.5 billion in agency mortgage-backed securities between Fannie, Freddie, and Ginnie—the lowest since June 2019. So, uh, the that's Bloomberg data. Now, the projection for the remaining five months of the year is 800 billion. That's about 160 billion a month. So, it's a little bit higher on average than what we saw in July. We did see. Rates improved by about a point since um, the peak at June 13th. Hopefully, that's the worst we've seen of rates. We have seen the 10-year come down since that peak as well. And um, we are also seeing the Fed raise um, the Fed funds rate. However, it is now the fear is a growth scare. We are heading into a recession, which if that's the case, you might not see higher 10-year yields, and you might uh, have seen the worst of agency interest rates. These are things we're going to watch out for. What is boomflation? So we had economic boom and high inflation, which we had, but when some of that cools off, when that growth cools off, we call it stagflation. So we're on stagflation watch um, right now, and in seeing the growth numbers come out and seeing the inflation numbers come out, especially this week, and we'll have another uh, growth, um, excuse me, CPI and PPI print before the next Fed meeting in September. We are watching all these data points. Now, I do want to say, um, uh, Jeremy Potter, who uh, is uh, someone I really admire his work and his thoughts, he's a thought leader, um, used to work at Rocket. Um, he's been in their legal department, Cap Markets. He works for a company called stavy S-T-A-V-Y, and um, he um on saturday at the housing renaissance he said something that i thought was very cool Um, and um, he said little hinges swing big doors and i know that we're going through a lot of transition in this industry uh, but just think of the power that we all have especially if we collect ourselves together and join our powers little hinges swing big doors thought that was a cool quote from jeremy have a good one cheers
0: You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.